Hello and welcome. I am Pastor Deborah and we are here in the School of Light, an educational series for you. We are working through Pastor Deborah, me, my stories from my life from being a mental health counselor, helping you the best way I knew how to helping you the Lord's way. It's a long journey, many lessons, tests to take, a lot of failures. I had to be shown who you were, where you were, and the heart of a heavenly father who loved you and wanted to reach you and touch you. I had a lot of learning to do. The two stories you're going to hear today are from the Kingdom of Agape Love, volume number one. These were the stories that I went through, that I was a part of, that affected my life, changed me spiritually and in my soul to help you the Lord's way. After we finish volume one, we'll go into volume two. A lot of personal stories of showing you how I helped people the Lord's way and not the way of mental health counseling. So welcome. I'm using a wonderful motion video from Pixabay. I'm recording in Zoom Pro and I'm not using a green screen. So if I look fuzzy to you or the words, Or if some strange things happen, my hand disappears, things come around my hair, please forgive me. They are too cumbersome, too big, don't work. I have a small space. So, and I love these motion videos. They help us to visualize spiritual things, set the tone. For we are creatures both of seeing and hearing. And visuals, as we know, help us. So welcome today to number 18 in the School of Light, The Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. And we are going to be working through two stories, one called Being Cleansed for the Lord's Work and Golden Rain is Falling. But before we begin... Let's welcome everybody today from all over the star systems, the galaxies, and the planets here to the Garden of Eden, where we are spiritually right now. When you watch this, you can be watching it through somebody's other physical body. Sounds strange, but it is true. You could be in your dreams right now. I look out over the crowds here in the garden, and I see so many of you. You're being drawn, not by me, but by him. A heavenly father, a king of a kingdom who loves you and wants you in his presence, wants you to be in his delight, and he wants to love on you. It's like being in this video where light and love is all around us, touching us permeating us and it changes us from what we are to what he desires for us to be there's another guy out there also 
He's trying to permeate us with his light, which is darkness and ignorance, his lies and abuse and oppression and slavery. He's trying to get things that do not belong to him, whether it's land, people, money, pleasure, glory, your vote. So be encouraged. We're going to learn today. You're going to hear true stories. And I hope one day you'll be able to tell us your stories of how you learned how to help people the Lord's way. Let's pray to begin. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for being here with us, drawing us and guiding us to your presence, to hear your words of spirit and life. Thank you for helping me, Pastor Deborah, to tell our story. Yes, our story, Father, of how you led me and guided me, taught me and tested me, and to clean me up so I could help you in your work, your ministry of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 in the lives of all and to give them all a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher and governor of the kingdom of heaven. Thank you for loving us so much that you went through space and time, endured so much for us. Until one day, a cross built a bridge for us. A young man laid down his life, your son, Christ, the King, the Messiah of the kingdom of heaven, to pay our penalties that we owed so we could be reconciled, redeemed, born again, back to you through his blood, through his sacrifice. So that we could be one with you again. As a family. Of the kingdom of heaven. Thank you father for all you've done for us. In the name of Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit and you. The heavenly father. Amen. If you notice any difference. I turned on a little reading light. So I can read these stories to you. I wrote these down years and years ago. Didn't know why. But I knew personal testimonies more important. I was never to write a book to sell or anything. I just wrote them, kept them in books at home, and now they're coming out here on the videos. Number one story, being cleansed for the Lord's work. Yes, if you want to help God, you're going to have to be cleansed. We're all dirty. We all have things in our soul. Trees of unrighteousness, seeds, roots. We have beliefs and concepts, traditions, religion in us and in our spirit. So this story came very early in my calling when I would receive prayer at a global revival here in Pensacola, Florida. At the Brownsville Assembly of God Church. It had started in June on Father's Day. Sunday morning. 1995. With a young evangelist named Steve Hill. He talked about his history. And his encounter with God himself. Down in the revival in Argentina. In Argentina. 
and how he had gotten touched and saw things of God that he had never heard about in the assemblies or experienced in any church services. Well, he came back to America to dead, dry churches. Nobody wanted this. So he, too, became dry again. Well, he was over in Belarus to open up a teen challenge. He heard something was happening in Scotland. So he went. He saw men laying on the floor. And he asked the pastor, the priest, to pray for him. And he came back to America on fire for the Lord. And his friend, Pastor John of the Brownsville Assembly of God Church, had been getting hungry for more of the Lord. He threw his keys down and said, if there's nothing more to you than just a big church being on TV, I want, I don't want it anymore. I want more. I'm hearing from Steve. There's more to you than what I have. These two became pivotal in the Brownsville revival. Then had to come the music. They're wonderful Praise and worship leader named Lyndall Cooley. He came from Nashville, Tennessee. And these three helped usher in the presence, the power and the glory of God as an outpouring. It was a global work. People came from all over the world, millions and millions of them. I I was blessed. I just drove across town and participated and received. Changed my life, still is. Because if you've ever had, we'll say like an experience as Paul did on his way to Damascus and you get not to your bud, the power of God touches you, changes you. If you've ever been healed or had a aha moment, even in prison, even in your dreams, you'll be changed forever when you encounter the one true Living God. Not all these other things that you're praying to. So when I would go to this Brownsville revival, go up to a two-people team called the prayer team and ask for prayer. More of the Lord, whatever that was. And the person in front of me would raise their hand like this. Just gently touch my forehead and say, touch him, Lord. Fill them, Lord. And there'd be somebody behind me, because I usually fell. And they'd lay me gently on the floor and cover me with a prayer cloth. I always wore dresses. That's what you did. And during those days, times on the floor, in the presence of God, I could not open my eyes and I could not move. I could hear everything. I had glasses, but nobody ever fell on me. Nobody hurt me. And things happened. God was taking my strength, just like he took Paul's, out of my physical body. And I could hear his voice. I could feel his waves and waves of glory touching me. Was he coming into me? Could have been. Was he coming out of the Holy Spirit that was already in me because I was a believer Since I was three. Could have been. I didn't know. It was wonderful. It was peaceful. You knew you were in a different realm. You were in a realm. Sort of like this. And God's glory was all around you. 
light and truth and love was just waves over you. You weren't afraid. I would lay there for two and a half hours. I didn't want to leave the presence. I miss it so much today. But you have to learn to live at a high level of it. I was, it's like being dehydrated and you need water. Being in a desert and you finally get to an oasis and you just drink and drink in. I had a lot of reviving that had to be done to my spirit so it could revive and change and transform my soul. So in this story called Being Cleansed for the Lord's Work, I laid in his presence of the Lord God, of the King of the Kingdom of Heaven, on the floor in this church. It was wonderful and supernatural spiritual things were happening to me. This first story, being cleansed for the Lord's work, has to come first. You cannot help him in your condition. Your soul is not prepared. It's too prideful. It's all about you. It's following denominations, traditions, maybe other governments. You're full of ick. And you need deliverance. It needs transforming. Your spirit must come alive, be nourished and fed by powerful spiritual glory, righteousness, truth, love, peace, joy. You must be cleansed. I could spiritually see that I was lying in a beautiful crystal river of water. I laid in the water while it was washing over me, gently, just washing, cleansing, washing, cleansing. Yeah, beautiful. Then I saw a golden sponge appear. It was held by a golden hand, and it began washing me. Even my hair scrubbing me everywhere, even in my private parts, my toes, my eyes, scrubbing. Did it hurt? No. Now remember, my eyes are closed. I didn't see anything but a golden hand and a golden sponge. Didn't really even see soap. I'm on the floor in a dress in a church with my eyes closed. The real me, the spirit part of me, was being cleansed. The washing continued for a while. It was a good bath, a shower, sort of. Then, out of nowhere, a bright light appeared above me. And I felt the heat. As it was drying me. Mm-hmm. Being sealed maybe. Didn't know. At the time I did not know what was really happening. To me or why. But I had been seeking God all my life. I looked for him in 
Christian communes, every denomination possible, every church service through human love, human sex, books, music, Mm -hmm. family, animals. I was looking and searching. Have you been? Are you a seeker of him? Are you trying to locate him? Or are you just satisfied with what you've grown up with? Or what? You don't want anything to do with him, maybe. I wasn't like that. I was reading his book, the King James Bible. As soon as I could read, it was the King James Version. I was going to church services. Mm -hmm. Seekings. I was going to Sunday school classes. Mm -hmm. I was looking. I was a seeker of him. So I didn't know what was happening. So I asked the Lord while I was laying there on the floor to explain the spiritual experience to me. You may have something like this when you're sleeping or taking a nap. Mm -hmm. Or maybe in a near-death experience. Maybe you're in the hospital and your spirit leaves your body. He said I was being spiritually cleansed for the work he had called me to do. What was that? He didn't say. Which at that time I had no idea what that was, where it was, but that's all he said. That was a bath, a shower, a cleansing I had never had. You will have to have it also. Being cleansed for the Lord's work is vital. It's necessary. That's right. It has to happen. Now I want to tell you another story. Called Golden Rain is Falling. I'm going to switch to another little Pixabay motion video. To help you visualize what golden rain falling looks like. I'm back. I got another video so you can understand what golden rain is falling. The story sort of looks like. This video from Pixabay sort of helps us to visualize golden rain coming down. You see the lines? Golden rain drops being all around us. So listen to this story which happened very early also. Mm -hmm. Golden rain is falling. Many, many times I have had the wonderful, wonderful spiritual experience and pleasure to have had God's golden rain, presence, touch, rain down on me from the kingdom of heaven, from out of his Holy Spirit to my spirit. It was soft, sparkling, as gold, glistening in the sun. I had no idea at first what it was. But after the Holy Spirit explained to me, I said to him, let it rain on me. Pour out your spirit, your glory, your beauty, your pleasure, your delight, your presence on me. My spirit was so refreshed and cleansed now 
from being in that little river. From God's golden rain. And even today, this still happens to me in the spirit when I need a refreshing. I go out into the kingdom of darkness spiritually. I'm around some dirty people with dirty thoughts and their spirits reek, smell horrible. Yes, there are smells in the spirit. And I have to get in that stuff to help you. So I get covered with it. Sometimes just your words out of your soul, your pictures. I have to be cleansed, refreshed from being around you. Mm -hmm. The dirt and the mud, the lies, the oppression. Sometimes my stomach gets sick. I want to cry. The hate that's going on. I know who's behind it. Satan working through you. Telling us lies. All you want is our money and our vote. There's no love in you. For others. The world you live in spiritually. It's nothing but darkness. Pits. Slavery. Beatings. Fear of death, smells of death. I have to get clean. So sometimes at night I just have to go, or during the day, God, cleanse me, rinse me. Let your golden rain fall on me and wash me. And while it's coming down, it's strengthening my spirit. It's renewing things in me. It's comforting me. It's giving me peace. Being in the natural world, it's dirty out here. Horribly abusive, murderous, killing. We can't understand why people do what they do. It's horrible. I need golden rain to follow me daily. It was God's rays of golden light. Pure energy from himself. Bursting out of the Holy Spirit, in my spirit, coming into my thoughts, cleansing my eyes, ears, touching every part of my spirit, washing it, cleansing it, refreshing it, falling, filling me, cleansing me. It was a true spiritual bath. Of the golden light of righteousness, truth, mercy, love, joy, and peace of God's own heart. The king of the kingdom of heaven. Falling on me. Cleansing me. I would stand like this. And let his rain fall on my face. Getting washed. As his golden rain would fall on my spirit. So those two stories are about getting cleansed and ready for the Lord's work. You have to have that. You have to go through that. Mm -hmm. You can't put on righteous clothes without being cleansed. And the clothes and your thoughts get dirty. We have them. We all know it. Mm -hmm. We're around people that are dirty spiritually. 
Their energies are horrible. Have you ever had the experience of another spirit coming inside of you? I have had to learn how to do ministry through one person who is like Grand Central Station. When another spirit comes into you, and it happens, whether they're evil spirits of Satan or a human spirit, they are usually filthy, dirty creatures, and they leave behind stuff. And you have to be cleansed from that. So when I get around that in the spirit realm, and I do ministry, going into battle, behind the enemy lines, and I do battle against spiritual things, even human spirit, it gets dirty and mucky. And when the war has been won, the prisoners have been freed. I come home and say, God, rain on me. Cleanse me with your golden rain. Wash me. Renew me. Strengthen me. Get me ready for the next time that I have to go out into the dark world around darkness. Evil creatures. Mm -hmm. One of the best ways to look and see what that looks like is go look at the movies, the trilogy, The Lord of the Rings. All those creatures who served Sauron, the eye. Whether they were orcs or beasts or humans, they were always dirty, dark. That realm was full of smoke and fire. <laughs> Everything had been perverted. The stories go, a lot of them had started off as beautiful creatures and Sauron perverted them. Mm -hmm. And they always growled. Their teeth were horrible. Their shapes, their sounds, their smells. Remember what happened to Gollum? Power corrupted him, changed him. Power has an ability to corrupt us. I look at you, most of you politicians and leaders. I look at your spirit. It's enslaved. I look at your soul. It's corrupted. I look at you business leaders, health leaders, teachers, unions, business owners, bankers, world leaders. I see you, sir, Sauron. Oh, you try to hide it from us in your dress, in your words. But I can see the real you, your real motives. You are a creature of Sauron, of the kingdom of darkness. Now, you don't want us to know that. But by my cleansing in that river, then getting the golden rain on me, I can look at you. Clearly, with clear eyes, I can hear what's really going on. I can see who your master is, why you're doing what you're doing. I'm able, because I'm clean. I wasn't when I started. So my journey to help you the Lord's way had to go by the way of the river, being cleansed by sponges and hands, dried by fire. And then, when I got dirty, I had to take a bath in golden rain. The glory and the fire of God 
had to cleanse me. I had issues. I had things that had to be taken out of my soul. Traditions, cultures, seeds of lies had to be pulled up, disregarded. I had to give up things. Things were taken away from me. And I had to change. My soul had to die itself. And it did. That's in a story called It's Time. Jan, who I was, died. And Pastor Deborah arose. Wonderful story. We'll get to it. But right now to learn. You're going to help people the Lord's way. And you're going to help the world. You first must be cleansed for the Lord's work. It's more than just being born again. Because as you know, when a baby comes out of the womb, it's got a lot of ick on it. And it has to be wiped down and cleansed before it can even be clean out in the world. That's how I was. I was in the womb. I was there. And through birth, I had to be cleansed. Being out in the world, it's a dirty, filthy place. Place of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. It's dirty. It's abusive. Just sports, entertainment, control, desires, lust. I had to be cleansed. So I had to take a bath. Spiritually. And then I had to start. I had to start learning about having the the fire fall from heaven on me. Being cleansed. By his golden rain. The fire of God had to cleanse and burn stuff out. I had to learn to live in this presence. Spiritually. Took a while. Mm -hmm. It's like a baby learning to walk. Baby learning to get control of its muscles. Listening. But can't talk yet. It takes practice and time. In the presence, continuing feeding on the word of God, being touched by his presence, continual being there spiritually. And you won't know what's going on. You may have a dream and something happens. You may have an out-of-body experience. And you get back and you go, I'm different. I don't know what it is. God's working with your spirit. He's a spirit who's looking to work with and worship fellowship with be a father to your spirit not your soul or your physical body so i had to learn to live in the fire of god to have golden rain fall on me when i was sturdy be cleansed filled feed on the golden rain of god mm-hmm. so you be encouraged if you want to help people the world the nations You too will have to go through these journeys yourself. Because God will not work with you, through you, with you, as you are. You're either completely dead to him and not one of his children. Or you're still a baby in the womb and haven't come forth. You haven't been raised up by him. Cleansed by him. Cleaned up by him. Your soul has not yet died to things of the world. Your spirit's not really strong enough yet to believe some of this, to act, to travel in the kingdom of darkness. What are you going to say to Satan when he shows up? How are you going to fight him? You have to have 
these two experiences to help people the Lord's way. If you want them, they're here for you. If you want to be born again, come alive. That can happen too. If you want to serve him as your God, Lord and Master, that can happen also. But you got to grow. You're spiritually brand new. We got to clean you up in the river. We got to get some ick out of you. Got to learn to live in his presence, his golden rain. It took me a while. I would feel his fire and sweat. I would shake and shiver because my physical body was responding to the power of the golden rain, the light, the energy. I was being infused spiritually, and it was affecting my body. Didn't hurt, but when fire comes, oh my gosh, it's gentle, but it's powerful. It can knock you down. We saw that with Paul. He got knocked down off a horse or a donkey or something. It can blow you over like it did me in a church. Won't hurt you. Might blind you for a while. Might have you out cold for a while. He's trying to reach you. His way. He's trying to reach your spirit. And if he has to stop your physical body to do it, I willingly let my physical body be touched. And I listened. And I became one with him. So you be encouraged. There's help for you. These are just two of my stories. You will probably have to go through in some form or way yourself. If you are going to help people the Lord's way, help nations, fight in the darkness, be a king yourself, a ruler of the kingdom of heaven on earth in nations, helping push back the evil and wickedness of Satan to Cast down imaginations of lust, power, and authority that you're trying to get. You must have the golden rain in you, his life in you, touching you. And it is possible. You can get it right through this video if you want it. He is here, ready to touch you, cleanse you, feel you. And bring you into his presence. Even when you're not in the garden. So you be encouraged. There's help for you. If you want to help people. His way. If you want to acknowledge him openly. As your serve. As your Lord. Master. If you want your soul to be transformed. There's work to do. Battles to fight. Just for your freedom. And you can have help in that. So you be encouraged. I'll see you on the next School of Light. The Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. We'll get into another story from my life on how I learned to help people from being a mental health counselor to helping people the Lord's way as a spiritual teacher, a spiritual mother, a pastor, a shepherd, an apostle, an evangelist. A prophet for him here on earth and other planets to reconnect you to him, to teach you, to feed you his words.
to help you grow and then send you out into the world. So I'll see you on the next one. Bye.